Butker trying to line this up. Winchester will snap it. Polkwit will hold it. Twenty twenty tie. High snap. Pull down. Butker's kick is up and is right down the boulevard. It's good. And the Chiefs take a twenty three to twenty lead with four seconds left in regulation. And Harrison Butker kicks them. You know what? Welcome to the Chiefs Kingdom. How's it going, Chiefs Kingdom? Welcome back to another Arrowheads Abroad podcast show with myself, Brad Simcox. And with me this week is the Arrowheads Abroad Supremo, Tom Childs. How are we doing, bud? This bud is bird. doing very... Why? <laughs> Sir. <laughs> so that's, that's, a, that's a cast off, that. That's a bit of a throwback, it, that. It is. The, um, considering that was completely unplanned, kudos to you. Um, <laughs> it reminds me, I actually wondered the other day i was thinking about budweiser adverts for some unknown reason yeah. i'm wondering if you went up to a child now these days and went what's up <laughs> whether they'd know what to do back or whether they'd report you do you know what? i've heard that recently the, the really? what's up yeah yeah yeah. i don't know who, i think it's just been like i don't know some background somewhere where you think God, somebody's been watching something, or they think they've actually come up with it as a brand new thing, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the trying to time, get it trending. The only time I ever see it is when like there's replays of a certain Thierry Henry goal against Man United, because at the time when this advert was doing the rounds, a, lot, a load of footballers were doing it as their celebration, and Thierry Henry <laughs> yeah. scored a, a very good goal against United, and then of course that celebration followed. But you asked me how I am, and that kind of leads sport. Is kind of t- determining my mood at the moment. I'm just a really happy guy because sport-wise, I am like leading or living the best life at the moment because obviously the Chiefs are kicking ass. Yeah. But on this, the side note is that I finally have like a football team, a soccer team that I am fully behind. Like for the first time in years, not that I wasn't fully behind Arsenal, I just wasn't fully behind the regime, as it were. <laughs> And I went to the Emirates on Saturday night for the Arsenal-Liverpool game. And sorry to talk about football, but... No, no, I know where you're going with this. Go on. The atmosphere was so, so different. It's the entertainment value. Yes. both teams, isn't it? Absolutely. And I feel like I'm getting it with both. Um, It doesn't necessarily mean they have to be the best, but as long as you've got sports teams that are trying and giving it their all, then that is enough. And I feel like the Chiefs have done that for a number of years now. But I've Arsenal have turned the corner under Unai Emery and then and are now a team that are wearing the shirt with a little bit of pride and are giving their all. And it's proven in the atmosphere around the stadium, it's proven in the results that and it's proven in the mood of the fans that there is no de- decisive uh, divisiveness now amongst yeah. Arsenal fans. And so really now I'm finding myself as being happy on a Saturday as well as a Sunday. So yeah, um to answer your question, yeah, I'm in a great mood, Brad. You're in a great mood. Oh, goody gumdrops. I am. I am. How are <laughs> goody you? Goody gumdrops. I'm all right, yeah. I I mean my, you know, my NFL team is flying high. My soccer team is well, doing a bit of low flying at the minute. <laughs> <laughs> but we got our first win. Yes! We're out of, the, out of the relegation zone, so that's good. Although um, it was a game that you probably should have lost. Like Watford should have been like 4-0 oh, yeah. up at half-time. Definitely. But, I mean, we've played so well in other games that we should have actually won them. And yeah. we clearly haven't. And 
yeah, it's nice to get a bit of fortune on our side. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm having I, a bit of a mixed bag at the minute. I'm so looking forward to Sundays, though. I'm I do, so looking forward to them. I do hope Newcastle stay up because Newcastle are one of those clubs that I feel be- belong in yeah. the top tier of English football. Like there is certain teams that you could do away with, and you wouldn't really miss them. Teams like Cardiff and Huddersfield. Yeah. Um, I was glad Stoke went last year. Same with West Brom. But there's just teams that obviously you have the bigger teams. Yeah, and then there's a like a middle tier of teams that should be hanging about the Premier League. Like I'm looking forward to the days when you get Leeds and like Nottingham Forest yeah. back in back in the Premier League. So you've got all these big city teams, dirty Leeds. Yeah, even yeah. though they are dirty Leeds, but yeah, you know the big city teams, the big town teams, yeah. and getting them back in the Premier League. And I feel like Newcastle are one of them. And I, I hope I hope Rafa keeps his job and they stay up. Well, I'm still waiting for our chairman uh, to uh, unleash this new 90 million pound signing that we've 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 got. Really? Yeah. Um, Fraser, or somebody he's called. <laughs> house of? Or? Uh, he, he lives in a house, apparently. Yeah, House, <laughs> house of Fraser. But we're, we're waiting for him to uh, to appear and, and start for Newcastle. But, yeah, um, we might have to wait a bit longer for that. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, let's talk about the uh, the Chiefs. Let's both be on a high for once. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. um, the Chiefs go 8-1 after yet another commanding performance, but this time against the Browns. And it never looked to be out of cruise control, did they? No. There was a couple of moments I thought this could get hairy, but then I remembered who we were playing, and then I remembered what the Chiefs have done to teams all season. And then I just chilled out and relaxed and watched the rest of the game. Yeah. Me and Dave sat here last week and said the Browns wouldn't offer much resistance. And truth be told, they probably offered a little bit more than we expected yeah but the Chiefs never seemed bothered it felt like whenever the Chiefs needed to make a play especially on offence they could like there was one in particular when I think we had them third and 20 and they kept talking on the broadcast about Greg Williams liking or wanting to get the Chiefs into third down so then they can unleash their pass rush and and that's where they do the damage well the, the Browns got it they got us into third and 20 due to a penalty and a stop and they're thinking they're like this is their opportunity they're going to get this stop they're going to take this game by the scruff of their neck they're going to carry on being aggressive they're going to get the lead and then let's see what the Chiefs can do well the Chiefs throw a screen screen pass to Spencer Ware and 25 yards later the Cleveland Browns (laughs) back has been broken and their souls had been destroyed by the play call of Andy Reid and the excellent touch of Patrick Mahomes and the great game that had was had by Spencer Ware like in, in a moment it just it probably epitomised the two seasons for either club Yeah, the Chiefs could pretty much do what they wanted on offence and the Browns were pretty much anyone's bitch (laughs) (laughs) well I mean it was proven for that from the the off when they got the first touchdown and they went for a two point conversion I thought aye aye here we go they're trying to get ahead trying to get loads of points as much as possible try and put the pressure on on Mm -hmm. Mahomes but as soon as they missed that two point conversion that was it it was like they're on the back foot already, and they were they were instantly on on catch up all that time. Mm. Then, um, and they tried it another two times, and it still didn't work. So they clearly game planned for it. Mm-hmm. It didn't work. It didn't come off for them this time. But um, I've I've said this before. I've Mahomes seems to bring this pressure against opposing quarterbacks that they mm-hmm. feel as though they have to grab as many points as possible, and Mahomes just. Like you said, third and twenty, and he just like there, there's a screen pass. Go on, somebody make a play and get it, you know, mm-hmm. get it over for a first down. It's just that 
that confidence, that coolness about him, mm-hmm. that third and 20s means nothing. Well, that's the glory of the screen game. The screen game is there to use a defense's and a team's aggressiveness against them. Mm. The, the idea is that the defense will over-pursue to the quarterback and the lineman will get out in front, and as will the running back or the wide receiver, and next thing you know, you've got a, a moving wall. Um, for the players so it does it does work and work in our favor but Greg Williams yeah he kind of said that he wanted to be aggressive all game and that obviously showed in going for two-point conversions I don't like the call some teams you feel like they can get away with doing it like Mm. take for example the Pittsburgh Steelers since the the extra points been moved back they've gone for more two-point conversions than any other team They've yeah. also converted more two-point conversions on the team. But they have a loaded offense. They have a terrific offensive line. They have Antonio Brown. They had Le'Veon Bell last year. They've got James Conner this year. And they've got Big, Big Ben Roethlisberger. The Browns haven't got any of those pieces or anyone no. to the level of those pieces. So they kind of need to know themselves a little bit and know their situation before being so aggressive. But as you said, they needed to be or they felt like they needed to be to try and keep up. If they if they convert three extra points or three two-pointers, that's an extra field goal that they're going to mm. steal. But they didn't. They missed them all, and immediately they were on the back foot, and any momentum they gained from scoring a touchdown was pretty much pissed on yeah. by, by failing a two-point conversion. But we've seen so many teams do that this year to the Chiefs. The, the, mm-hmm. I mean, the, the, the Broncos were probably the only team that were quite successful in that, in going in that big mm-hmm. lead. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the Chiefs having to play a catch up, so you can understand why other teams want to try it because it was it was almost almost correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the game was almost too close at that at halftime or in the leading yeah. up to halftime that the Browns thought they could maybe get their noses in front or make it tight because had they gone into halftime with a lead, then the team talk would have done itself for the Browns because mm. they would have been hyped up and it would have been a much more difficult second half but they didn't convert their two-point conversions they were over-aggressive they were over-aggressive in defence and the Chiefs just made them pay all day yeah like, exactly. they even had an opportunity on the first drive of the second half to get a stop and I can't remember the exact play it was um, that's bad from poor form for me for not knowing but I remember <laughs> the Chiefs converting a longer, a longer attempt to essentially walk down the field and score from the on the very first possession. And I think they they've been key for the Chiefs. The fact yeah. they have managed to score so many points on the first possession of the first half and the first possession of the second half that any any sort of momentum or any sort form of hype for the other team has been shot down so so quickly by the offense. Yeah, yeah. Well. um Mahomes weaved his little bit of magic again and we said it before that every now and again he does something amazing and he doesn't have to do it all the time but there was one pass that was it was out of this world wasn't it I mean that was it 11 yard pass to Kelsey was it in the the end zone under triple coverage well I don't know if you I don't know if you know or if you follow Seth obviously our buddy Seth that's been on the show Yeah. if you don't follow him I advise go out and follow him at real MN Chiefs fans, you probably all know about him. He does some terrific gifts and some good breakdown on his Twitter timeline. But he put together a little gift slash video of a set of free plays. And the first play was um, the fake out and then sidearm throw to Demetrius Harris, which dropped. The second play was uh, Mahomes making that falling pass. Oh, the Superman pass, yeah. Yeah, the Superman pass. And then the third play was the pass. 
to Travis Kelsey. So you're talking about a set of free passes there that would make up some quarterback's entire career highlight. Now. <laughs> yeah. In, and in, he does in, them in three consecutive plays. Three consecutive plays. <laughs> like, I, I every now and then with my homes, I, have, I feel like I need to pinch myself. Because... Yeah. He is playing at such a level that we've not seen from any quarterback in recent years. Like Aaron Rodgers has been brilliant yeah. and they've been consistently brilliant. Same with Tom Brady, same with Peyton Manning towards the end of the year. But some of the throws and the passes and just the general awareness that Mahomes has at the moment is freaking unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> that I seriously have to just pinch myself and and make sure that I'm not in this really, really long dream. And I'm not going to wake up and then next thing you know, it's going to be 2009 and it's going to be Tyler Figpen under centre. Yeah. I just I just can't believe, or that's a bit late for him rather, um, I just can't believe the situation that the Chiefs have found themselves in with Pat Mahomes. And we, we just need to appreciate that this guy is going to be ours for the next 10 to 15 years and hit these type of players are going to be coming on the regular. Do you know what? Somebody tried telling me the other day that Mahomes is a system quarterback. <laughs> a system? What? A system, system of brilliance? System of brilliance. A Superman system. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. excellent. Well, so, system yeah, quarterback. I, I like, playing I in like, the same system as what Alex Smith was, and I was like, really? Yeah. Do you really want to? I says, yeah, he probably is using the same system, but the fact that he's he's actually creating something outside of the system as well, mm-hmm. surely says that. He's not a system quarterback. You only have to look at the numbers, and the numbers piss on that argument <laughs> in a heartbeat. Um, Alex Smith, as well as he played last year, and he did. And he seems to be having an okay season in Washington. Um, outside of Sammy Watkins, he pretty much had the exact same weapons that Mahomes has had this year. Yeah. All that's happened is that Sammy Watkins has come in, and Andy Reid has now full faith in his quarterback that he can open up his entire playbook. And Mahomes is executing the playbook to a T. But when the playbook is failing him, he's doing something which a lot of quarterbacks can't do, is extend plays and make something or nothing. And that's where Mahomes is proving to be really special. Like the Superman pass. Yeah. Like the pass to Kelsey over the top was a designed pass and it was incredible. That was he's beautiful. Com- comfortably the best throw he's made all year. Yeah. But, oh no, without a doubt, I'll, I'll agree yeah. with you there. That's that's probably one. Of, I mean, we're all we're all looking at like these, you know, um, eighty-yard bombs and waiting mm. for those to happen and stuff like that. But you know, even just the simplest ones like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, say simple. He was throwing it into triple coverage over over the the shoulder of Kelsey, mm-hmm. um, and he just made it look effortless. He did. They they were the throws that Alex Smith would avoid. Yeah. Alex Smith would not try and make those passes and that's not a knock on Alex Smith it's just it takes a very special quarterback to be able to make those kind of throws Yeah, and Pat Mahomes has shown that he can make those throws from day one his first completed pass in the NFL was a pass over the middle of the defence over the linebacker into a tight end Yeah, uh, this, this one on Sunday was was something else Like I feel like up until this point that the one against the 49ers where he rolled out and hit Conley in the back of the end zone mm. that was probably the pass of his season but this one on Sunday against the um, Browns just blew that out of the water and yeah. I don't think he'll be able to beat that pass this yeah. year I genuinely well, believe that we've, we've done our usual Mahomes loving 
Um, let's give a bit of uh, love to the defense because uh, there was a there was a little comment that we were talking about on Twitter when I was doing the Arrowheads Bro Twitter because you said oh, I can't do the Twitter mate you're gonna have to do it I was like go on then I'll get on so I was a bit <laughs> late on the uh, on the tweet on the tweets <laughs> on the live uh, game day tweets and I actually put in there that <laughs> the defense looked impressive tonight <laughs> I got a barrage of abuse from all of our followers going are you watching the same game <laughs> well, I'm not gonna lie right. You, obviously, I sent a response to that, yeah. saying, "Not I, not with you there, Brad." The reason why I responded is what, so that people wouldn't look at it and go, "That Tom doesn't know what that he's talking about." Tom doesn't about. know what he's talking about. <laughs> I knew what it was for, and I actually responded by going, "I thought you weren't watching this." <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, no, I've just caught up. Yeah, whatever. whatever. <laughs> no, but I mean, I'll I'll kind of defend myself a bit. Here. Okay, mm-hmm. the defense did give up some penalties quite a lot of penalties but there was a lot of it where I thought the defensive backs looked solid I thought they looked really good Um, they didn't give up you know big yardage players Mm -hmm. Um, the defence the defensive line seemed to uh, seemed to bring quite a bit Mm -hmm. bit of pressure yeah okay Nick Chubb did manage to get get through the middle a few times um, on our linebackers but all in all, I thought, you know what? From from what they were from the beginning of the season, where we were thinking, "Oh my God, that everything's wrong. The, the the defensive backs are wrong. The cornerbacks are wrong." Um, I just thought they've they've come a long way. The defensive penalties are an issue, though, and they were a bit hard done by with some of the uh, some of the calls. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was um, what was that D Ford one? That phantom flag? What the hell was all that about? Yeah. Um, you know, I I was already tweeting saying oh, he'd, already, he'd already got a, sa- a strip sack from that and he recovered it, and then all of a sudden they were on third and two, and I was like, what the hell happened there? Mm-hmm. Um, so there was some dubious kind of penalties on there, but I think all that will get ironed out when the likes of Houston and Berry come back. I think you know they, they, we've got quite a few youngsters on there that are yeah, just just a little bit inexperience on there. That are, Causing a few of these penalties, mm-hmm. um, so I can understand where people where people were giving us that barrage of abuse because it was like, well, the Browns have just racked up twenty one points on us. But I think maybe one of those touchdowns was a little bit harsh. Right, I can see where you're coming from to a point. I generally can. The defense is almost night and day from the start of the season. Yeah, um, I think at the first game of the season, the first couple of games, we were all ready to blow it up, fire Bob, and just start again. Yeah. I think a lot of us are still ready to fire Bob, but maybe at the end of the season as opposed to now. Um, you're right in what you're saying. The cornerbacks had a good game, Stevie Nelson especially. Stevie I Nelson, think he's been brilliant, Stevie Nelson. S- Stevie Nelson and Skandrick have been the better of the three. Yeah. Kendall Fuller, the last couple of weeks, is starting to come into his own and become the player that we all thought he would be. So the DBs are, in terms of cornerbacks, fine. Eric Murray had a good game. The D-line, in terms of pass rush, had a good game. Derek Nardi had an okay game in the run in the run game. Yeah. The problem is the other safety and the linebackers. Mm-hmm. All of the linebackers on Sunday were terrible. Then that yeah. includes and that includes Dorio Daniel. Okay, he might not have been terrible, but he was not the answer we thought he would be going into the game, especially when it comes to Duke Johnson. Yeah. Um, we thought that the Dorian Daniel would be able to shut that down. Okay, one of his touchdowns wasn't a Daniel's fault. It was Jordan Lucas that had the missed play on on Duke Johnson. But there wasn't 
anything impressive particularly to come from the linebackers. I don't know if they're fit or not, especially, obviously, Hitchens and Ragland. Um, Hitchens was playing with a bruised rib that apparently is meant to be really bad to play with. I've never so, I've never bruised a rib myself, so I, I don't I've know. I've cracked ribs before, and they're very painful when you breathe in. Really? So, yeah. like, fair play to him playing the game. But these two need to get healthy because we've got a stretch of games coming up now which we're going to have to win them all. After the bye, if we're looking at the AFC playoff race, the, the Patriots are going to hang about. The Chargers are on our heels. They refuse to go away. So we're going to need everyone fit and healthy. And if we get everyone fit and healthy on defense, I think there's enough there to be competitive. If you look at the stats, we're moving up. We're trending upwards in terms mm. of stats. Sacks are going up. Points per game is going down. Yeah. We now rank 20th in points per game. So... <laughs> That's like the New Orleans Saints, where everyone keeps saying that they're a complete team and a better squad than the Chiefs. Well, the Saints rank lower in points per game yeah. on defense than us. We're only three points below the the Rams, the darling Rams. So it is getting there. The defense is trending upwards, but it's still not enough to say, "Oh, do I really trust them?" If we find ourselves in another situation where, like we were in New England, when we need a stop and they're just not capable of getting it, the yeah. Browns played Sunday with a lot of confidence. They were going for third downs, they were go- fourth downs, they were going for two points because they thought they could do it. If they thought they were playing against a capable defense, then they wouldn't have done it. They were aggressive because they knew that the situation should have suited them. On Sunday, we got away with it. How how long we can get away with it, I'm not too sure. I do think this team will be different though after the bye when we get Houston back. Yeah. Um, after a few weeks break, when D- Dirty Dan Sorensen comes back and gets a few more Dirty reps. Dirty Dan under- Sorensen <laughs> gets a few more reps underneath him, and then obviously yeah. we've got the age-old question of when, when, or if Eric Berry returns because him coming back changes it all completely. Yeah. I'm just looking at the rushing and receiving stats of the uh, the Browns and. Mm. Yeah, you can see there's a there's quite a stark contrast between um, uh, you know obviously the the defense of the Chiefs because the rushing yards for Nick Chubb was 85 yards on 22 mm-hmm. attempts, which is about 3.9 average it says, um, and Duke Johnson on the receiving yards got 78 yards. So uh, the defense it it did enough to stop their their big hitters. I think. I mean, even Jarvis Landry he got 50 yards. Yeah, so, but it was one of those games that at times we made Baker Mayfield look good. Yeah, we did. Uh, yeah. <laughs> better than than he is. Yeah, I, I think you have to take every game and every big blowout game with a pinch of salt because, as we said at the start of the year, we are inviting points onto us. We are inviting teams to score on us because of how good our offense is and how big a lead we're going to get. Um, is when we get into tight games, is we're really going to see what this defense is made of yeah. it's not going to happen this Sunday we're going to move on to that game in a second we're going to blow Arizona into outer space and never going to come back again do you think so, there's a 50 burger on that one potentially yeah I generally think that, yeah, and I, think that. I, I think we could see the Chiefs hold a team to under 15 points for the first time this year but we're, we're getting on to that the real test is going to be the week after in Mexico yeah, yeah. when we it, face Todd Gurley and then when if we do manage to shut down Todd Gurley then how we cope with Jared Goff mm. and Cooks and Woods and Cup and all all of their weapons that they've got that that's the real test. But we've got a week and a half to get to that. Let's let's get to Arizona first. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just want to mention quickly about 
Baker Mayfield. I mean, he's been thrown in, hasn't he? Mm-hmm. He's been thrown in the deep end ever since uh, Taylor went uh, injured. Mm-hmm. Is it too soon for him? Or did did he did he or does he like Mahomes have to sit for a year to uh, to really kind of get his groove on? Or no. do you think he's okay as he is? I think he's okay. I think he's comfortably been the best of all the four rookie quarterbacks, um, or five rookie quarterbacks rather. Um, if you count Lamar Jackson, but he's not really been playing quarterback much mm. at all, has he? Um, yeah. Me and Dave alluded to it yesterday, uh, last week. Rather, they need an offensive guy to come in there and take over mm. the coaching position and take Baker Mayfield under their wing. I think there's a lot to like about Baker Mayfield. I think there's a lot to like about the Browns roster in general. Um, I just think they're severely lacking in leadership, and the sooner they get rid of all of their coaching staff and start again the better because I do think there's enough there for them to be competitive in years to come and for Baker Mayfield to become a star and to become a real rival to Pat Mahomes mm-hmm. yeah. I, I, I'm hoping that's a story that blossoms in the next few years I really am I think you're right you know I, I, from from what the Cleveland Browns are doing at the minute I mean John Dorsey he, he's no more he, he'll he'll get a team really cooking won't he um, mm-hmm. I mean look what he did you know with the Chiefs mm-hmm. um I can see similarities in the way that the Browns are being set up at the minute, and yeah. it's clearly all down to Dorsey and his, you know, his GM ways. But yeah, it's I, I just I think you're right. I think we can see the Cleveland Browns a couple of years down the line, maybe being this this rival to the Chiefs that mm-hmm. they've. I mean, God, the fan base, bless them. They 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 deserve it, don't they? They deserve some success at least. They've been waiting for so long. Yeah, I think so. But to be fair, they've they have had LeBron for like ten out of the last sixteen <laughs> years, so or fourteen years. Yeah. So they they've done all right in terms of sports. Like they've literally had the greatest basketball player of this generation um, playing for their team. So it's not it's not all bad for Cleveland. Like now, now that now they're in a position where they've got the worst basketball team in the M- in yeah. the NBA and. A not so great football team, but you know, maybe Baker Mayfield is the new LeBron James, and maybe, just maybe, they they'll be happy again. They they celebrated a championship only a couple of years ago, so yeah. I don't I don't feel too sorry for them. You don't feel too sorry for them, not yet, <laughs> not yet. <laughs> All right, well, uh, let's should we move on to the the Cardinals, or shall we do a prize giveaway, maybe? Uh, we're going to have to move on to the Cardinals because I forgot we were doing a prize giveaway. Oh, <laughs> no. I know. I forgot and I haven't got anything ready. I thought it was a big surprise because you wouldn't tell me uh, what the what the prize giveaways are going to be. <laughs> it was, but then I completely forgot that we were doing it. No. I'm sorry. Oh, well, well, well let's, gonna, talk the, we're, let's talk we're about the Cardinals. Away, we're going to be giving away a Travis Kelsey signed mini helmet at some point this week. So a nice prize for one of you gold members. That's Just a nice autograph on that as well. Keep an eye out on the YouTube channel or for the next podcast. We will do the draw sooner rather yeah. than later. Yeah, but we're going to... Travis Kelsey signed him in helmet and because we're late, we're throwing a couple of extra items as well. Oh, generous. Ooh, I know. Very nice. Very nice. All right, well, let's talk about the, the, the Cardinals. Um, if we can talk... If we can talk them up a little bit, at least. Um, the, uh, the stat sheet I've got in front of me. <laughs> they, they are having a torrid time, aren't they? They are terrible. Terrible team so at the minute. Um, I mean, I'm trying to just have a. I'm having a look at their their roster at the minute. I'm trying to find an injury list. 
um, to see if there's anything that we can pin on them to say. Well, that's probably right, the reason why they why they why they're bad. But I don't really see anybody other than Fitzgerald, who's on a he had a hamstring, but he's fine. Um, he looks fine for this game coming up. There's nothing else really that screams that that's an excuse for why they're playing badly. Why are they playing badly? Well, Bruce Arians is gone. They've then their coaching isn't great. They've just fired their offensive coordinator. They brought in Brian Leftwich now as as their new OC. There's just not a lot going for the Cardinals. I, I think they are lacking in talent. Um, they have talent at primary positions. For example, they've got a great cornerback. They've got a rookie quarterback. They've got a, a, a quality running back that yeah. probably isn't getting the help that he deserves. And they've obviously got a walking Hall of Famer in Larry Fitzgerald. But the, outside of that, what have the Cardinals got? Like I, I think you struggle as, a, as an average NFL fan to name 12 Arizona Cardinal players. Yeah. They are a no-name team. And yeah. I don't think that's me being harsh on them. It's just that the way they are at the moment, they aren't getting any attention. They're not getting any love. And they probably don't deserve any. They changed their stadium name in the summer. That's about They got some, some heat for that. Yeah. But they're just not playing very well. Like Larry Fitzgerald, this, this amazing player that we all love, every NFL fan loves and wants... Yeah. And begging for him to get out of Arizona. Do you know how many touchdowns he scored this year? Nope. Two. That's Two. the same amount as that's the same amount as Demetrius Harris. Ouch. That's that, that's uh, for somebody of of Larry's stature. You, you know, you, I'm surprised he didn't move. You know, I'm, I'm really surprised he didn't move. But I'm glad he never went to the Patriots. And but I I feel like he should have moved, and he's too loyal like he had that one terrific postseason in 2008 where he was one of the single greatest wide receiver performances I've seen over a postseason ever he he was that good and like he almost single-handedly won the Super Bowl Mm -hmm. but the Cardinals went away for a bit they come back obviously played the NFC Championship game a couple of years ago then got blown out the water by um, Carolina Panthers that's about the sixth time I've said blown out the water today by the way <laughs> blown um, out the water blown out the water um, <laughs> and I feel like his time in Arizona should have ended so many years ago but he yeah. hasn't he's too loyal he's not going to get a ring unless he decides to move on and join the Patriots or join the Rams or join the Saints or join the Chiefs maybe Steelers but I just can't see it happening and he is just going to sit there and just rot at the Cardinals yeah. and it's such a waste of a talent and and a, and a man I want to know what the Cardinals are promising these players because they did the same thing with Patrick Peterson as well yeah. didn't they that you know it looks as though Patrick Peterson was on his way out and then all of a sudden it was like no 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 I've had a chat I've had a half an hour chat with uh, you know the owner and the, the head coach and everything and everything's fine um, we're, we're going to get back to winning ways and you think really really I mean what what can be said in half an hour to convince you to stay I don't know when, is, when you've got a team like, like well, when you've got a team like the Chiefs who are flying high at the minute, you think, do you know what? There could there could be one of those teams that goes on to the Super Bowl. I'm mm. gonna I'm gonna try my luck. I'm gonna back that horse. I'm gonna go for it. Mm. And same with Fitzgerald. You would have thought anybody coming in, you know, he would have put a transfer, uh, a trade request in, transfer request, trade <laughs> request in, um, 
and and it's it's never materialised. And I just like you said, maybe it's just down to being too loyal. I think this is or Arizona has a collection of amazing strip clubs. <laughs> would that if you were a player, would that keep you there, would it? I don't know. That and maybe a tax haven. Or a good barbecue joint around the corner, around the, from the stadium. Yeah, I, I don't know. What, what would keep you at a team? Say, right, Newcastle, not Newcastle, because they're your boyhood, boyhood yeah. team. Right, so you're playing for, I don't know, Wigan. Right. And Man United come knocking, and they can offer you the exact same money as you're on. Yeah. No more, not a penny more. What would keep you at Wigan? No, that's the thing. Nothing would, would it? If you, if you were saying, <laughs> even even for like a grand less, you you were going to be going to Man United, who are probably one of the most the most successful English clubs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you might have to battle for your place and all that kind of thing, but you still be getting the same money, and you'll be getting the, you know, the the kudos of winning trophies and stuff, or at least yeah. closer to the fact of winning trophies. I just don't get it. I just don't get what the, the Cardinals players are, are thinking of. What if you played for Plymouth and Plymouth <laughs> were a Premier League team and they offered yeah. you pasties, like a lifetime supply of pasties, and then you could then, I don't know, Spurs come knocking. Are you going to join Spurs or are you going to stay with Plymouth and their lifetime supply of pasties? Are they Greg's pasties? Greg's pasties. Yeah. No, we're in the south coast now. They don't do Greg's pasties. Oh, you mean Cornish like pasties, like proper, yeah, proper ones. Be, be, I think it'd be oh. devil pasties. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that'd be. That's that's a temptation. That isn't yeah. it. <laughs> what eating pasties at Plymouth or joining Spurs? Joining Spurs and having to eat, you know, like you know, high protein meals and all that kind of thing, and salad and watching your diet and stuff. Yeah. I'd probably stay at Plymouth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's what's ha- to go to because we went off piece a little bit there. Maybe that's what's happening in um, Arizona. Maybe the Cardinals are offering terrific pasties in the form of barbecue, <laughs> tax haven, and strip clubs, and that is the reason why they won't trade out and leave the dreaded Cardinals. Do you know when you said you were going down the pub afterwards after this podcast? Yeah. Are, are you there now? <laughs> no, not yet. But You're not there yet. All oh, right, I'm, okay. I just because... thought you had the munchies and you were talking about pasties. <laughs> <laughs> I could murder a pasty right now. <laughs> yeah. Gonna go into Weatherspoons after this. Do you do pasties? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Honestly, where's this podcast going? I don't know. Where it's, is it going? It's because Dave's not here. <laughs> it's because Dave's not here. Yeah. Uh, let's have a look at their uh, their their game stats. Uh, one, two, lost six. Is that right? Is that up to date? Yep. They beat the forty ers last time out. One, two, lost six. Uh, nothing much on there to really crawl about, is there? Um, no. They. I've got some offensive stats for you here. Go on, let's throw in the so, offensive stats. Right, let's be honest, the Cardinals might might be able to have some success against Mahomes with Trey Boston, Patrick Peterson, Chandler Jones. They might have a little bit of success, but we're not expecting a lot. Hmm. So say they do, they're going to rely on their offense to keep pace with the Chiefs. Go on, the Cardinals. Go on, Jeff, Jeff Rosen. You can do it. Score loads of points. Well, this is the Cardinals' stats for the through the first eight games of the season. They average 13.8. Eight points a game. That's thirty-first in the league. 
if you take away their last game against the uh, the 49ers that would be 11 points per game so not a lot in yards they average 233 yards per game on offense right not passing this that's total offense total right yes Pat Mahomes what he's on a streak of what eight eight games in a row now of 300 yards <laughs> yeah. just Pat, just that's just Pat Mahomes passing yards per game they average 165 per game that's top, that's 31st in the league so again Pat Mahomes is double at least doubling their output pretty much most weeks and on passing yards and that's in crazy, rushing yards man. normally with teams if they have a poor passing game it's because the rushing game is so good look at the Jags Blake Bortles plays terrible but Leonard, For- Leonard Fournette is amazing that's what's driving this team mm. well no that's not the case on the Arizona Cardinals they rank dead last in rushing yards per game 67 yards per game this is David Johnson the same David Johnson that everyone was taking with their number one picks in fantasy drafts literally two years ago. The same yeah. David Johnson that was turning up the league. They cannot do anything on offense. Okay, they had a little bit more success against the 49ers, but we're not going to read too much into that. They have a new OC, yes, but they're still got the same old personnel and they've still got this same old mentality of not being very good. The Cardinals in no way, shape or form can keep up with the Chiefs on Sunday, especially yeah. in our head, especially the form that the Chiefs and in particular Patrick Mahomes is in. There's a reason why the Chiefs are 17 point favourites. I actually think they've been pretty generous to the Cardinals. <laughs> you think it should be in the 20s? I generally think you could be looking at 26 <laughs> points. Really? Spread. Yeah, I, I, I think they have been very kind to the Cardinals and maybe a bit too kind. And I... As a betting man, I would put some money on the Chiefs covering the spread quite comfortably on Sunday. Yeah. And I'm going to say it, and I'm going to say it again, we will see Chad Henney on Sunday. This week? Yes. You think we'll see them this week? Because you want to keep, you want to keep Mahomes fresh for the Rams game. I think the Chiefs will have at least a 26-point lead going into the last part of the game. I think it all depends on whether... I think it all depends on whether Mahomes gets the franchise TD passing record. What you think they just leave it at that? I think I think they'll they'll get him over that line. They'll probably get two touchdown passes and say right, haul him off. No, I don't think it'd be as low as two. I think if he scored two touchdowns in the first quarter, they're not going to pull him off. I I, I think they are going to play the normal Bad choice offensive. of words in it. Yeah, I think they'll play the normal offensive game plan until like the end of the fourth quarter, and I just think then we will see. Chad Henney possibly. I yeah. want I, I don't I don't want to see Chad Henney, but at the same time I kind of want to see Chad Henney just in case the unimaginable happens. And touch what it won't, don't worry, I'm touching loads of wood at the moment. Um tables, not me. Don't jinx it, um, <laughs> um, But I just I, I feel like the Chiefs could do with having Chad Henney come in for a couple mm. of snaps and just sling some passes, have some handoffs, just just get there just in case. Loosen up Chad Henney a bit. You know, yeah. Just yeah. in case. Give and let Pat, Mahomes, let Pat Mahomes chill on the sideline and enjoy the fact that he's about to become the all-time record touchdown scorer in one season for the franchise. I can't think that's... I mean, I've been watching that for quite some time. You know, mm-hmm. is he going to do it? And we, I know we mentioned it right at the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. You know, there's that touchdown passing record. And it's just crazy to think that we're here at, what, week nine going into week ten. Mm-hmm. And he's like one away from it already. Yeah, it's mad. This season, I, I can't get my been. head around that. 
it's, it's hard to. Like, there's a reason why all of us are constantly talking about Pat Mahomes is because how well he is playing. Mm. We, we, we all have friends that support other teams, arguably better teams, the likes of, of Packers, Steelers, Patriots, the Giants, for example. Like, not better teams now, but in general, better franchises in terms of success. Well, these, these people have supported a team which has had a franchise quarterback for a number of years. Yeah. We are very, very new to this very new as a fan base okay yeah. we've had Joey Montana we've had Trent Green but they weren't they weren't ours they weren't our draft pick we didn't nurture them from a college player or leaving college up into our system to become our quarterback yeah. we now have this guy and I make no apologies for enjoying him I'm a shame for showing him off like my friends have become sick to death of me talking about Pat Mahomes but I could not give a rat's ass. I'm and the I same at the minute, mate. And I will continue to talk about Pat Mahomes because he's someone that I feel like I'm proud of, like connected to. I, I refer to him as my man child. <laughs> and <laughs> I don't go that far. <laughs> I definitely don't go that far. But no, I I, I know what you're saying because I'm doing it a lot on uh, these NFL groups. Uh, there's a few NFL groups that I'm on, and I'll post up something about Mahomes or something. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, God, here he goes again. He's talking yeah. about Patrick Mahomes. And I'm like, I'm sorry, but come on. We've never had a franchise quarterback since, what, 1983? Yeah. And you're well, expecting you say, me. You say franchise quarterback. It just happened to be one that we took. Well, yeah. He never, yeah. never <laughs> materialised. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, but we've never we've now picked our own since 1983. Is that better? Mm. Yeah. And <laughs> we've always had the cast-offs, the you know, the ones kind of thing that we can't we can't really connect with. And then mm. all of a sudden we got this boy wonder who was firing touchdown passes like it's just confetti. I mean, you know, these he's breaking records left, right, and centre. And he broke another one, didn't he? Was it the only? NFL player since 1950 or something to what do you call it? I don't know, over 3,000 yards or something like that in 10 games. Know. They're going to have to write their own scribe just for Pat yeah. records. Yeah, exactly. And uh, how can how can you expect Chiefs fans to just sit there and go, "Yeah, he's doing all right." <laughs> how can you, you expect us to do that? You can't. We're not, I'm not sitting on my hands for nobody. No, this I'm, I'm going to crow about him. Yeah, absolutely. And when I when I get a Mahomes jersey eventually for Christmas, I, I will wear it everywhere. <laughs> it's on your list as well, is it? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, we're so sad. Yeah, no, we don't care. care. We don't care, mate. We don't care. Um, right, okay. Well, let's let's finish it off with uh, the predictions for mm-hmm. the Cardinals game. Let's see what happens. What is? Are you going for the fifty burger? Are you really going for it? I am. You I are. Am. I'm going for the fifty burger. I think the Chiefs have a party at Arrowhead to celebrate Pat Mahomes and before their tough game against the Rams the week after in Mexico. And I think the Chiefs put up 52. Right. 52 points. Mahomes will throw four touchdowns. And the Cardinals will score... I said they'd go under 15 earlier tonight. So I think do some maths. Blah, 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 blah. 14? I, I think 13 points. 13, 13 points? 52-13. Really? Yeah, I think okay. I think the defense shows up on on Sunday, has himself a game, and although the 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 offense will be missing Sammy Watkins potentially because obviously he's going to be might be held out now, um, 
I still think there's enough on offense that the Chiefs can just have their way and put up 50 points. I think, yeah, it'll be another one of those start off early, get a few touchdowns under the belt, mm-hmm. um, hit cruise control kind of thing. So I'm going I'm going uh, 46-17. Not quite a 50-burger, but enough. A win's a win, s- mate. A win's a win. Exactly. I hope we do see a 50-burger because we let up on the Bengals. We could have had one. <laughs> and um, we probably let up on the 49ers as well. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it would be nice to see a 50-burger and just a bit of stat padding because stats make my homes look better, if that is possible. <laughs> yeah. I th- no, I'd, well, I'd, I'm a caught in two minds, really, because I just think we're, we're just seeing this kid going up and up and up. So, mm-hmm. yeah, anyway. Uh, right, so that's it for this week's Arrowheads Broad podcast. Thank you to the listener for joining us and letting us be part of your day, whether you're commuting to work or whether you're just down the gym pumping iron, a bit like Tom. <laughs> pumping pints. Pumping points, yeah. Uh, have your say on everything we've discussed on the podcast by checking us out on the Arrowheads Abroad Facebook page and Twitter page at KC Chiefs underscore UK. So from one kingdom to another, we'll speak to you again soon. <laughs>